following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for RadioLawTalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, RadioLawTalk.com. All right, back for hour number two of Radio Law Talk. It's the 18th of November, 2023. Welcome. I'm Frederick Penny, your host with Todd Cunin, Denise Dirks, and our stand-in producer, Chris Singleton. Chris, thanks for being here. We appreciate you guys. Remember, if you want to call in, call in at 855-LAW-RADIO. Again, 855-LAW-RADIO. If you want to email us during the week, email us at info, I-N-F-O, at radiolawtalk.com. Info at radiolawtalk.com. Uh, we try to answer as many uh, um, emails as possible. Uh, remember, I know people say, hey, talk about this topic, that topic, this topic. Usually we're, we're going to follow kind of some topics that we just uh, feel free to deal with, but uh, important to make sure that you follow through with emailing us. Every once in a while, you know, if someone emails us, and I hate to say this, I guess the first one to email us that I see, I'll send a shirt out, you know. Need to need know your size and your address, and I'll send you a shirt. How's that? I'll just send you a shirt if we pop, if it pops up. Uh, no guarantees, though. I'm not guaranteeing anything, but, uh, you know, because sometimes like, hey, I, I was the first one. It got spammed, and we never saw it. So no guarantees, but just let's figure this out. Um, we're going to talk about... Uh, we, we ended our show, hour one, talking about the $1.35 billion jackpot, but we want to talk about some more details about that. What happens if you win the jackpot like that and you have a child custody situation where you're paying child support, what happens to that child support? And it's interesting, Denise is going to have some takes on all states are different, but she'll throw out kind of what California does and some other states follow, some don't. But but it, a general rule, we're going to talk about some interesting things. So when you, our listeners, win the next jackpot for over a billion dollars, I think it's going to be one of our listeners. I'm, I'm ooh, throwing the vibe out. Ooh, one of our listeners. Uh, and then the listener calls us up. Uh, I just won one billion dollars because you, you gave me the vibe, Mr. Penny, and thank you very much. <laughs> so uh, if that happens... We're gonna we're gonna tell you what you do if you've got if you've got child support and and then they read the fine print uh, <clears throat> any winning of lotteries because of Radio Law Talk vibes entitles Radio Law Talk five percent of the winnings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Then you oh, wow, wow, joke, joke. Those joke. Are, FCC's like what? What are they saying? Uh, Alex Murdoch. We're gonna talk about that. That's not a joke. Uh, sometimes it might be. R. Kelly. Now that's a joke. There's some interesting things to talk about there. R. Kelly in in jail. Uh, what's the latest? I was reading about some of the, the things that he complained about, because last week we talked about, um, what's her name? Ghislaine Maxwell. Ghislaine Maxwell, Ghislaine, yeah. and about what her complaints at her, her jail cell. The prison Karen. The prison Karen. And then we've got <laughs> issues with R. Kelly, some complaints that he's made about prison conditions and stuff. Then we're going to talk about a New York law that about wrongful death. Very interesting law what they're trying and how they're trying to change it. Um, and Oxford High School shooters' parents are being tried, um, and this trial's coming up. Interesting thing uh, with the parents being held, maybe held liable uh, or criminally liable for things that their child did, which is, in a way, those of you, oh, that's so bad that you say that, but, you know, I, you know, I always say be careful what you, what you wish for because, again, there are a lot of extenuating circumstances, but... How far does that go? How how far does it go to uh, parents are, that are going to be liable for their children's actions? So we'll talk about that. I guess that's a biblical thing, right? Isn't there a Bible uh, thing that says that you're going to be held liable for your children? Not to get into scriptures, but <laughs> but I think there is. But again, I don't know well, the it's, scripture. It's but, the law in many states. <laughs> yeah, I guess it is. And there was also something about half-off apples on a certain tree. I oh, is there half-off apples on a certain tree? All right. All right, but what we're here for is one thing and one thing only, to listen to Cal Hunter's recording of Case or No Case. Now it's time to play Case or No Case. Yay! Now Case or No Case from Texas. Now this is embarrassing. From Texas comes the story of the judge and lawyer who did but shouldn't have. 
A one-time partner at the Texas bankruptcy firm Jackson Walker failed to disclose the full truth about an alleged romantic relationship she had with the chief bankruptcy judge. The attorney denied in 2021 that she was in a current relationship with the prominent Texas bankruptcy judge, but admitted they had dated in the past. The firm learned in 2022 that those statements were possibly false or at least no longer true, so it said. So the firm wrote a denial letter when they were asked about it. A major U.S. retailer challenged the claims of the 500-lawyer-strong firm and wanted to take them to court to see if they had a case or no case. Hmm, you start over here with Todd this time, yeah. right? Oh, all right. Slap me. Now, this is, this is, I missed the first part of it. Sure. So, so what, what, what's going on okay, here? So it's a Texas judge and a, that's a bankruptcy judge. And apparently yeah. that bankruptcy judge and one of the bankruptcy lawyers had, were boyfriend, girlfriend at one time. And then uh, may or may not have been going on during some recent um, bankruptcies that they're working on, and the issue is, uh, the, by the way, it's a 500-lawyer firm, the issue is uh, when some department stores who um, were involved somehow in bankruptcy said, there's an issue here, and the law firm said, no, they wrote letters saying, no, there's no conflict here, and there's no issue going on. Uh, is that a case or no case? Was a lawsuit filed or brought forth? All right, all right, all right. All right. So, so this, to me, is sounding very similar to another case that had nothing to do with bankruptcy. It wasn't in Texas. I think it was another jurisdiction. And I, I think Cal is borrowing from one and throwing facts on to, to make it like uh, is bankruptcy in another. And I, and I think the first one, in the first case, it was a, uh, a judicial reprimand against the judge, and maybe there were allegations by other folks of, of harassment in the workplace, mm -hmm. what have you, and um, and he resigned. And I think that in that, you know, that's all well and good. It's not this case. Cal took it, twisted it, and made it this case. Um, and so I will say, uh, based on a true story, kind of, loosely based on a true story, but no case. No case, no this, case Todd. this one. Okay, Denise. Well, th what the truth of the matter is, if they had even been in a past relationship and the relationship was not currently active, they still have a duty to disclose the past relationship because any kind of personal relationship between a judge and one of the attorneys before that judge would have to be disclosed. And the parties would have the opportunity to say, no, we're not going to accept that potential conflict. Or, yes, we'll accept the potential conflict. Um, but it's an actual conflict, so it has to be disclosed. Um, and, and somebody could argue, depending on the jurisdiction, that it's not one that can be waived as well, right, by the parties. So it was a bankruptcy attorney that was with a bankruptcy judge and appearing before him, presumably. And it sounds like it was Sears or some department store. Uh, that went into bankruptcy and found out about this relationship later and then um, was going to sue him, right? Does that sound like that's kind of the scenario? So um, I don't know if it's Sears or not. That was just uh, popped in my head. But I am going to go out on a limb here just because I'm way ahead of all these guys. And I'm going to say that it's a case. And... They won. <laughs> wait, wait, they, they, a Who's case they? in they what? Which side? No, the department store. Oh, the department, department store, store wins. Yeah. Okay. All right, we'll be back after this, uh, and I'm going to tell you what I think. Right here, right after this. 
Hi, I'm Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds. When you or a family member has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us at pennyandassociates.com. See, that wasn't so bad. I'm going to quick quack car wash, get my car washed, make it quick quack, pretty shiny, sexy, just because I want to don't drive dirty, going to get my car suds in the quick quack car wash. It's the quick quack, quickest and the cleanest by far. We're talking three skinny minutes sitting right in your car wash, a hundred feet of cloth, washing your car at the quick quack car wash. Any Honda, Mazda, Ford, or Chevy, Sauber, Cadillac, quick quack, will spruce her up just like that. You'll be happy looking snappy, you'll be glad you was at the quick quack. Car wash, get on the web and go to don'tdrivedirty.com and see where you got your closest quick quack in the local area. Get in your car, get in your truck, get on the road and come visit the duck. Quick quack car wash, where your car will always leave happy, guaranteed. They take pride in being clean and green by conserving and recycling the water they use only at the Quick Quack Car Wash. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. When you were a little kid and you thought about what you wanted to be, teaching was at the top of your list. But things changed. And as you got older, teaching didn't seem like the best option anymore. So you're thinking you'll be something else. But what would your 12-year-old self say? Now you want to be a doctor. You don't think teachers save lives? 25 at a time. An actress? Try playing a different role every time the bell rings. How about a scientist? Ever heard of physics? Chemistry? Who do you think teaches that? Teachers today are breaking down obstacles, finding innovative ways to instill old lessons, and taking learning far beyond the four walls of the classroom. It's time to recognize that great things are happening in teaching and put it back on your list. Don't try to convince yourself otherwise. You had it right the first time. Find out how you can make more at teach.org. Make more. Teach. Brought to you by Teach and the Ad Council. Peekaboo, peekaboo, smile. Smile, buddy. Come on, smile. Oh, honey, he's still not smiling. Maybe he's not a smiler. <sighs> yeah, maybe he's just not a happy baby. Maybe he's just being a boy. You know how boys are. Or maybe he's teething. Oh, poor baby, I think his gums hurt. Maybe he's just tired. Or maybe his tummy hurts. He didn't eat that much. Maybe he's not ticklish. You think maybe he's scared of the dog? Maybe he'll outgrow it. Maybe it's a phase. Maybe he just doesn't like smiling. Maybe he has autism, and we can definitely do something to help. Maybe is all you need to find out more about autism. No big, joyful smiles by six months is one early sign. Learn the others at autismspeaks.org signs, or see a doctor today for an autism screening. The sooner it's diagnosed, the better. And it can make a lifetime of difference. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. This is Radio Law Talk. And now, back to the show. We are back with Case or No Case, a Texas judge and a uh, bankruptcy lawyer... Apparently, were boyfriend and girlfriend at one time, and one time, and then they there's an issue whether or not they disclosed it properly, and whether or not they were still um, having this going on when a major retailer brought it up and said this is a conflict. And the question is, is there a case that was brought forth? And he said, yes, there's a case, and the retailer wins. Todd says this is a scenario, not a case. And I'm agreeing with Denise on this one. I'm going to say it's a case. 
and I'm going to say nobody has won at this point. It's still pending. Ooh. And I say, uh, uh, put your mic closer. I can't hear you. I said, okay. ooh. ooh. <laughs> okay. So anyway, uh, yeah, I think it's a case, and it's pending still. But there's, uh, like Denise said, it at least be, needs to be disclosed. This may not be a conflict, but at least disclose it. So that's what we got. Tell it. Why don't you run what Cal Hunter has Why to say? Why don't you let Chris? Oh, Chris, go yeah. ahead. What do you think, Chris? Well, I happen to agree that I think it is a case that feels like it'd be a conflict of interest mm-hmm. if I was the department store or whoever was that yeah. you know yes. was going through that. But I would want to know: was it a bad breakup? Because I might just let it slide. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's right. Yeah. Good there point. Go. That's a good one. All right, here it comes. Case. You can't be sleeping with a judge that hears many of your firm's cases. The Justice Department's bankruptcy watchdog, the U.S. Trustee's Office, is challenging at least $13 million in fees the law firm collected following revelations that it did not properly disclose the allegations of a romance between their lawyer and the bankruptcy judge. While the Justice Department is looking into this, there are no reports of it having been finally (laughs) adjudicated at this point. The judge, who sat on the Houston-based bankruptcy court for 12 years, announced last month he's resigning after admitting to a long-term relationship with the lawyer. The lawyer previously worked at Jackson Walker before she quit, and before that, she was a clerk to the judge himself. She Ooh. left the firm in December 2022. The company that brought the claim, J.C. Penny Direct Marketing nice. Services, LLC, <laughs> according to court records out of Houston, Texas. Okay. Yeah, so this is, this is confusing because he said the Justice Despart Department is looking into it. That's right. But nothing has been adjudicated yet. So was there a case filed? I know he said case, but if they're uh, looking into it and nothing has been filed with any jurisdiction. No, I think, uh, we he, go with, I think there case. was a case, but it hasn't been finished been yet finished is what I yet. took from that. Yeah. And then I also took from it that there's not just the romantic relationship as a conflict. She's his former clerk. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> That's a double potential conflict. Conflict. I'm typing it in. Um, um, bankruptcy court. Bank. I'm looking. <laughs> I'm trying to figure this up. Bankruptcy court. Right. Yep. Here it is. I'm looking it up. Uh, no, it doesn't say the potential conflict of interest in prison. Oh, it doesn't. I can't find it. We'll find it later. Yeah. I want to see who the lawyers are and. And go from there. And big. You, well, know, you know what, the, what yeah. it is? The issue is, will the law firm has to have to disgorge their fees? Wow, that's a lot. So How many millions was issue. it? And, and that's what the Justice Department was looking into. Right. Yeah. So it happened. Well, yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe it was a judicial counsel case. Well, whatever it is, I don't know. we're, we're going to look at We'll nope. find out. We'll have to make a note to ask Cal. Yep. But that's it. So uh, Fred Penny gets two. Denise yes. one. No, I don't. We don't know. Well, no. Well, well we don't know. Because it says that it's a case and they're still pending is what he said. He said it was still pending. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, still so pending. I don't get, because I guessed it was a case. Yeah, so you get one. Yes. And then, But he said it was still pending. Nobody has won yet. It's still pending. Oh. That's what he said. So uh, Todd's just trying to figure out, a, you know, uh, a way to get a point. But I, I get the two points. Woohoo! I did give myself one point. You got to talk in our mics. By I the way, did I, give myself one point. I think that we need to turn the mics up. Just to, I hate to say that during the middle of the show, but uh, everyone's pulling their face away from the mics. All right, let's talk about the. We were just finishing up on the one point three five billion dollar jackpot. Make a long story short, this is uh, an individual in Maine that won the $1.35 billion jackpot. He's got a small child, a, a young daughter, with a significant other. He's behind the scenes. Everything is being kind of quietly done. He, he is anonymous. He wants to stay anonymous. Uh, he um, had some sort of agreement with his ex-girlfriend, that has the baby about non-disclosure. Don't tell anyone it's me. Let's not bring it up. I think, and we're, we're reading the tea leaves, which is pretty obvious, the issue there is going to be he probably had to go to her and say, I got money, because what happens if there's a bunch more money that comes in and you've got a child 
um, uh, you're paying child, uh, uh, not alimony. What is it? Child support. Child support. You've got it. You've got to disclose. It. Is that true? You got to disclose it or not, Denise? You have to tell. It the... depends on the orders that are before gotcha. us. So he needs to tell them and say, "Look, I've got a bunch of money coming in, but you got to be quiet about it." She signs the non-disclosure. He's suing her because she went out and blabbed it supposedly. The question is, Denise, now that he's a billionaire. Or millionaire because he took the lump sum of about five hundred million. Seven hundred twenty-five million. Million, but, but after taxes, Todd says it's about five hundred million. Yeah. So, how's that going to affect the payment to the baby mama for child support? So we don't know what their agreement is. I think there was some underlying child support agreement, and that's how the NDA, um, the non-disclosure agreement, came about. Um, and this is Maine, and I do not practice in Maine. But let's just assume for a second that it's California. In California, there is um, you can disclose a one-time winning, and that includes a lottery winning, and that will not necessarily impact support. What it do- would do is if that money was invested and then you got interest on it, which becomes inter- earnings, then that could impact support. So he was smart by taking the one-time lump sum and not taking the annuity over time because the annuity would have resulted in him getting $20 million after tax every year for a period of time. And if he took the money, which he did, the $500 million, at 6% with a government bond, it was about, well, not exactly right, close to $30 million. A year. Right. So he was going to make more money. All right. We'll be back after this. Man, this time just keeps flying. We're having so much fun. We'll be back. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, Alex Murdoch. and Denise will be right back with more Radio Law Talk after we take this break. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. This is Frederick Penny, host of Radio Law Talk. I'm excited to announce myself and Mark Victor Hansen, the author of the famous Chicken Soup for the Soul, collaborate to bring this three-book series, Goose. Book one is about William Collins. Goose is the perfect gift for yourself, family, friend, or someone you care about. Great stories, lifelong lessons that you can apply to your life to help you to become successful. Goose by Frederick W. Penny, available on Amazon Books now. Are you having a difficult time getting in and out of your old bathtub? Here's a new, affordable idea to consider. When you bought your home years ago, you had a traditional bathtub, and you put a shower curtain in it, and it lasted for years. But now, maybe you or your mom is having difficulty getting in and out of a high-step tub. For some people, that can be an accident waiting to happen. If you or one of your parents is in this situation, and you don't want to spend thousands and thousands of dollars, call Steve at Senior Safety Pro Tub to Shower today. They can help you convert any old bathtub into a walk-in shower, in some cases under $2,000, in about a week. It's simple, beautiful, and priced just right. Call Steve right now for your free consultation. 800-832-1549-800-832-1549-800-832-1549. That's 800-832-1549. Most of my family, they never graduated high school or even let alone go to college, so I'm trying to break that barrier. My daughter, Brooklyn, was also a motivation for me to go back to school. Every day after work, went straight to school, studied hard, and and it paid off. At age 26, Kareem finished his high school diploma. I could not have done it alone. I feel like if I didn't have anyone to push me, I wouldn't have even bothered to do it. I got one milestone down the drain, and now I got to work on the next. I see the future is really bright for me. I feel like it doesn't matter the age, as long as you go back and get it done. 
The high school diploma is just added to the confidence and now I feel unstoppable. No one gets a diploma alone. You have more support than you realize. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Chris, can you put the video game controller down for a second? I can talk and play. Oh, I'm totally annihilating this punk kid in Nebraska. I just feel like you're not acting like a grown-up in our relationship. Am too, am too. Well, you know, you still ride your skateboard to work. There's the comic book collection, the race car bed. Look, I'm young at heart, but I put money to my 401k every paycheck. I picked up a few savings tips at feedthepig.org. I have control of my financial life now, and that feels pretty grown up. Put away a few bucks, feel like a million bucks. Putting some money from every paycheck into a savings account or contributing to your 401k can make a big difference later. For free ideas and easy tips on ways to save, go to feedthepig.org. That's feedthepig.org. So, I bet I look like a grown up to you now. Well, except for the footy pajamas, I'd have to agree. This message brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. All right, guys, we need to have you read some lines for our disclaimer promo. But first, can anybody tell me what a disclaimer is? All right, then. Well, uh, Denise, you go ahead. Non uti consilius me oriere por questus purpurium juris consult. Latin, that's a nice touch. Thank you, Denise. Next time we'll try it in English, if that's okay. Fred, how about you? Cal, I don't want to read all this. Can we just tell the people that we're discussing general legal issues and they should hire their own attorney instead of relying on what we have to say here? Well, we could, I guess. Uh, uh, Chris? I'm not going to be there anyway. Why have me do it? Let's, Let's have, have Todd, Todd do it. it. Me? <laughs> Read disclaimers? Why, I couldn't. <clears throat> the information you hear on Radio Law Talk is general... The preceding promo was for entertainment purposes only. And if you want true legal advice, contact your own lawyer. Just a tip from your friends at Radio Law Talk. Be sure to read our disclaimers on radiolawtalk.com as well. This is a great time to call the show. 855-LAW-RADIO. That's 855-LAW-RADIO. All right, we don't want to talk a lot about Alex Murdoch. <laughs> it's just, there's so much going on that we, we followed up with. I'm not going to review his whole prior history and the cases, but those of you who don't know, go back to radiolawtalk.com and go to our podcast and type in Alex Murdoch. M-U-R-D-A-U-G-H, and you can listen to our podcast slash live radio where we talked about this. Well, there's two things going on. Number one, he is trying to overturn his conviction of murder of his wife and his son, and uh, the argument is that the clerk uh, was uh, did some inappropriate things by talking to the jury and sweating the jury. Now, that motion was heard, and they are allowed to have a court. He won that in that he won uh, the ability to have a court will hear his arguments concerning whether or not um, uh, whether or not that she, what she did was inappropriate that affected the jury enough to find him guilty. I think... With what she did, if it was true according to what the jurors had testified to, that it should be overturned. Um, clearly should be overturned. And we're going to see what happens there. So that hearing is coming up. And what they did here, and what the latest is, is um, they tried to remove the existing judge from hearing this motion, which... Um, the, you know, the, the argument is, well, this judge, you can argue all you want, this judge should not hear this motion, whether or not it should be a new trial because of this evidence of his clerk. They said, hey, look, he's maybe even a witness to this, et cetera, et cetera. Well, the judge was smart. The minute they filed the papers and the opposition, the judge just said, okay, I'm going to step aside. And so the judge stepped aside, and now a new judge or court will hear their argument for a new trial because of this court clerk. Yeah, and the judge, the, just stepping aside, it's only for 
the trial or the hearing on the evidence um, of the jury, mis- um, of the tampering of the jury. Uh, it does not mean that judge is not going to be the judge again if he gets a new trial. That was very specific about that. Or a judge on the new issue, right, uh, Yeah, Tom? well, you know, so, so here's the thing. It, it, as it stands right now, the only order, now again, this came from the appellate court saying that the judge was no longer the judge because the judge had recused himself. And, and, and he gets credit for that. Kind of, in my book. And the reason I say that is when the defense won their uh, motion before the appellate court that granted them a hearing to challenge the verdict, at that point in time, if the judge truly thought that he had a conflict and and he knew all the issues the defense was going to bring up, that's the time the judge should have said, coming back here, I understand everything, I'm recusing myself. He didn't do that. He didn't do that. He didn't recuse himself until after the defense had filed yet again another motion to have him recused, sent it up to the appellate court, put in there, you know, look, the judge has made statements about this case, granted interviews after this case, has voiced his opinion of what he believes, of guilt, that he believes that um, the defendant lied when he took the stand and all of this stuff. After all of that is brought up, while the Court of Appeals is considering whether to remove him as the judge, then he withdraws his name. Making it moot. And and recusing himself, making it moot. And so while I agree that the order from the appellate court is one that says, look, this this doesn't mean he's not going to be the judge in the event a new trial is granted and it goes back there. He's not going to be the judge if there's a new trial and it goes back there. Uh, If that is the evidence that the defense brought up, that he's already made up his mind. How does that not taint his rulings going forward? He's already stated his opinion. Um, I, I would think that'd be a no-brainer that it's got to be heard but he by a But he stated his opinion, I thought, at the sentencing. Well, he, he stated it at the sentencing, so, but then he was interviewed subsequently. Uh, yeah, I wonder, so, I ask you too, do you think there should be rules, judicial ethics rules about judges after cases going out and talking about cases and going to the media and discussing them? I, I, absolutely. I now, attorneys, different story. But a judge, yeah, I think it just, just... Well, you just saw that there's a new rules of ethics now for the Supreme Court. They yes. came up with their own rules, yeah. finally, because yeah. there was a lot of pressure on them right. to do so, right? I think there should be rules. I, I think at a minimum. At a minimum, look, you know that there are deadlines in any case by which an appeal has to be filed, right? And so if you're going to have a, a, a moratorium, if you will, look, I, I do trials in, uh, in state court here in California where at the conclusion of the trial, the judge is reading, it's a DUI trial, petty theft, nothing. Judge is reading to the jury, the jury instructions. Now, please wait 90 days before agreeing to sell your rights to any book deal or anything like that. It, it, you know, they read it in every case here. I, I see, and, and a lot of that is we got to get through an appeal period. Right. We got to get through that. That should be the rule. Look, we're not saying you can't talk. We're not saying you can't sell your book eventually, but let the defendant get through the appeal period. If they don't appeal anything and it's and it's now done, good to go. Go ahead and talk. That's interesting. So, what's the other thing that he's pleading guilty? Go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna say uh, we got it. Go while we're on the topic, he's pled guilty to financial fraud and abuses against his former clients, and he's got twenty-seven years. Yeah, they've agreed to twenty-seven, twenty-two counts of laundering money, breach of trust, you know, financial fraud. So he's agreed to a twenty-seven-year sentence. He's already got a thirty-year sentence right now in the murder trial, which if it's overturned, right? But. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, how old's the guy? He's, he's in his fifties. No, no, I thought he's sixties. Mm, I thought he was younger, he, but he, I don't know. Yeah, he's like 55, 60 along in there. Yeah. You know, and, and honestly, I look. I think he can look at this and realize more so than the than the murder case. He can look at the financial case and, and realize his goose is cooked. His goose is cooked primarily because he testified. Because he testified to all of that in the murder case. He admitted to doing those things. Yes. He's got zero defense. So if you plead there, the the, the from the defense standpoint, if you plead there and you get the 27 and a half years, and let's say he's able to win a new trial, that changes things substantially for the jury because everybody's going to know he's got 27 years. And and it removes this argument. If you don't convict him, he walks scot-free tomorrow. 
No, he doesn't. He's going to be in custody for the financial stuff. That's exactly and, and right. You've got a, yeah. And you've got a jury that's going to sit there and knows that, look, the guy's still going to be behind bars. He's still going to pay. He's still going to do this stuff. And he gets to say in a future trial, and you were stealing this and this and this. And he goes, yep, and that's why I pled guilty to it, and I got 27 years, 27 and a half and years. And it's just that, remember that the insurance fraud case is still out there right. about his housekeeper, and right. he admitted to that also in the murder case. Hence. So he's going to get more time. Not to, not to, not to, not, I'm just as a lawyer. Hence. As a defendant, shut the blank. <laughs> yeah. Just sit there and you know let the system. And I, I, again, I'm not. Everyone's like, "Well, that's bad. He should have admitted it." He, no, our system's set up that the even if you're guilty, you just sit there and don't say anything and I, let the let the case go. I really get a kick out of this. I see this all the time. Somebody's charged with a case, and from the court of public <laughs> opinion, you know, um, look. The person is good for it. I remember the school shooting down in, in Florida where the guy was eventually convicted, and, and they go in, and at arraignment, they plead not guilty. And, and people go crazy. He had the audacity to plead not guilty. And what people don't realize is procedurally he has to. Because there's the whole discovery process that they have mm-hmm. to go through, and you don't get there until there's a case pending, and you really got two options. You're either going to plead guilty or not guilty, or no contest, or- but that's a guilty plea. And so if you want to be able to look at the discovery and see what the state has against you as far as evidence is concerned, y- you have to say not guilty because there's no other option for you to get to look at that evidence. So I think people make a big deal about that. Um, more so than than they should. Yeah, about the about the uh, you know whether or not they should. They, they, most people do, even if they you know take a plea later, they'll they'll say not guilty, right, or no I contest. Think, I think they have to say not guilty if right. to get to the discovery stage. Right. A lot of it is just to get an attorney. Right. right. Oh, that's also I, true. I have to. I have to plead not guilty. Then I got to tell the judge I don't have the money to afford my own attorney. Would you like one appointed? Yes. And now you get an attorney to help explain to you what this offer is and how it's going to impact you. And you only get there if you say not guilty. Thirty seconds. What does no contest mean? No contest means I'm not going to fight it right now. I, I admit there's evidence. I'm not going to admit guilt. But I'm just going to plead no contest. It's acceptable in the court in a criminal case is able to accept that as a guilty plea, but it's not used against you if there's a subsequent civil case as an admission. 855-LAW-RADIO. If you want to call us, we're going to talk about R. Kelly next. Hang on. For more Radio Law Talk, it's coming right up after we break away. I'm going to quick quack car wash, get my car washed, make it quick quack, pretty shiny, sexy, just because I want to don't drive dirty. Going to get my car suds in the quick quack car wash. It's the quick quack, quickest and the cleanest by far. We're talking three skinny minutes sitting right in your car. Watch a hundred feet of cloth washing your car at the quick quack. Car wash. Any Honda, Mazda, Ford, or Chevy, Sauber, Cadillac, quick whack them, spruce her up just like that. You'll be happy looking snappy. You'll be glad you was after quick whack. Car wash. Get on the web and go to don'tdrivedirty.com and see where you got your closest quick whack in the local area. Get in your car. Get in your truck. Get on the road. Come visit the dock. Quick quack car wash, where your car will always leave happy, guaranteed. They take pride in being clean and green by conserving and recycling the water they use only at the Quick Quack Car Wash. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. 
ready to grow with you. This is Frederick Penny, host of Radio Law Talk. I'm excited to announce myself and Mark Victor Hansen, the author of the famous Chicken Soup for the Soul, collaborate to bring this three-book series, Goose. Book one is about William Collins. Goose is the perfect gift for yourself, family, friend, or someone you care about. Great stories, lifelong lessons that you can apply to your life to help you to become successful. Goose by Frederick W. Penny. Available on Amazon Books now. Today, we decided to walk to school. At the corner, we waited to cross the street. The stoplight counted down. 15, 14, 31, I mean 13. We took a left on Carroll Garden Street. Loud music was coming from a car. Danny's a smart kid, but he gets so distracted. There were so many other sounds, I didn't know what to focus on. Danny, Earth to Danny. Suddenly, he realized he forgot his homework again. I left my homework on the table. At the school steps, we hugged goodbye. I really hope he doesn't have another bad day at school today. When you can see learning and attention issues from their side, you can be on their side. That's why there's understood.org, a free online resource for the parents of the one in five kids with learning and attention issues. Get personalized recommendations, practical tips, daily access to experts, and more. Go from misunderstanding to understood.org. Brought to you by Understood and the Ad Council. Even in the hustle and noise of this modern world, we feel the pull of the forest to walk under the canopy and feel transformed. National forests are essential to life. Majestic and grand, they clean our air, supply drinking water to millions, and provide homes to countless wildlife. They fuel our imaginations, inspiring us to think big, and now's the time to do just that. Fires and natural disasters devastate our forests each year. That's why we're replanting millions of new trees across the country. The Arbor Day Foundation needs your help. We've heard the call of the wild and we've answered. Scientists, foresters, volunteers, and members, together we can preserve and protect our heritage and legacy. We must act now so that the generations of today and tomorrow can continue to depend on our forests. Visit arborday.org. See how you can help. Time to get back to Radio Law Talk on radiolawtalk.com and on your favorite radio station. Back to the most exciting, entertaining, and only sometimes informative show on earth, Radio Law Talk. That's why we're going from better, good, better, and best. Now we're going to the best, R. Kelly. I was going to talk about R. Kelly's latest. Todd or Denise? Look, uh, I've been doing all the talking. That's Denise. Denise, Denise what, what's, what's look, up with R. Kelly? Well, okay, I'll, let me just set it up first. R. Kelly is in prison. Those of you who don't know, he's a rapper, okay? R. Kelly's a rapper. And apparently, there's a gal by the name of Tasha K. Tasha K is Latasha Kebby. And in fact, I didn't realize this. She, she was ordered to pay $4 million in damages and attorney fees after Cardi B sued her for defamation. But apparently, she's got quite the social media following. And she's a star. And she's friends. I don't know, girlfriends, friends with, with um, R. Kelly. And so R. Kelly has recently filed a lawsuit on November 13th against the prisons saying that they released his personal information and and not just what what Tasha Kay uh, released it to Tasha Kay, but also released his private attorney discussions with his attorney somehow, and it and it made it out to the public. And what he's saying, you know, in prison and when he Talks now they can record it and and that's all. Now the lawyer, if you're talking to your lawyer, they're not allowed to, correct, Todd and Denise, right? Well, they're not allowed to sell it. Yeah, or at least they can. They can. So, they can. Certain not for your lawyers. Yeah, as I say, yeah. just talk lawyer. Lawyer, yeah. they can't do anything. They, they cannot not, do anything yeah, yeah. with regard to communications between attorney and client. That's right. Yes. So but the, the, any other communications, they can. That's record. exactly right, and they do record it. But his again, this is allegations. Is he alleged that that uh, Tasha K got all, all of his information <laughs> in his discussions, which uh, I love this. Um, the communications related to, quote, personal, family problems, romantic inter- interest, health problems, literacy issues, 
and uh, issues related to the defense of his pending uh, criminal cases. Now, he's serving 30 years, found guilty uh, and uh, of uh, this was the guy that remember kind of freaked out and was dating the twins that were underage. Not dating, he married him, didn't he? Marry him or Keisha? That he, that was um, uh, Asante. Is that what her name is? Uh, no, uh, not that's that's not the right name. But any, anyway, I'm anyway, not Aaliyah. Aaliyah, thank yes. you. Yeah. So he, yes. so 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 what he's saying is this information that got out has caused him to be isolated and fearful to communicate with his attorneys and other third parties. And this is, this is the thing that I love. This is the thing I'm ready for this. His biggest complaint, one of his biggest complaints is, this has created chaos in my personal life. <laughs> now, let, me, let, me repeat, let me repeat that. This has <laughs> created chaos in my personal life is basically what he's saying. No, you caused chaos in your personal life by doing some interesting things, right? It's affecting my ability to thrive in the prison environment, notwithstanding the crimes I've been convicted. Really? Yeah. Really? Okay. That, I, I thought that was... The reason I said, okay, you know, there's different things we talk about. Well, this is the one thing you talk about. If you want to Google R. Kelly complaints in prison, it's very interesting. There's a number of things that he's complained about and had issues with, uh, uh, you know, in prison, uh, but but the, the most important thing that I think out of this whole thing is this has created chaos in his personal life. So I, I, I think uh, that's a little bit late right now. Well, I think he has a lawsuit. If he can show that I his agree. personal communications with um, his family members or loved ones um, was sold by the prison people, um, that's to me is going to be a lawsuit, and that could be a good one. And he, the person he's selling or he is um, suing, her name is Tasha Kay, and she's the one that lost a recent lawsuit that was brought against her for Cardi B, right? Yeah, Cardi B had sued her and won. Yeah. So, yeah. You know the the the, the couple of issues here um, with regard to these. First off, if they're able to show that these recordings now now keep in mind that a phone conversation can be recorded from you know technically anyone any one of three entities somebody who's listening in that has tapped the wire they could be recording it the person talking who made the phone call could be recording it and the person who received the phone call could be recording it right so there's like these three different entities could could be recording it now if they're able to show and prove that this recording came from what the prison recorded. Yeah, not just, I mean, it, it, it's one thing that they're even selling it and about personal communication between family members, but the fact that they're even collecting and saving the phone conversations with his legal counsel yeah. is problematic because typically it's supposed to be you, you register your phone number as the law firm or your lawyer's number with the prisons. And if the call is made to or from that number, they don't record it at all. It's not available. But, um, yeah, if that comes out, I, I mean, I would think that every inmate at that point would be extremely skeptical, and they would want to know how often does this happen? How does the prison bureau use this information? Do prosecutors ever get a hold of it? I mean, that's going to be a huge can of worms and there's if kind they're of, able to show that it came from the prison. There's also another, I don't know what where he's at and what prison is, but there's also the two-party consent states. So if somebody, not maybe a prison official, but somebody else had recorded it without his consent, depending on what state it's in, it could be considered a crime. Now, 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 I, on that issue, I will say that if any call is placed to or from a prison, there's a recording that comes on initially that says, you're put on notice that all of these calls are recorded. They're all recorded. And, and your way of consenting is that you continue to talk, but you're told that it's recorded. And if you don't want to have your call recorded, you just hang up the phone. So the fact that it's recorded, I, I think the consent issue, regardless of state, well, look, you're calling a place, you're told it was recorded, and you stay on the phone. It's like when you get sales calls, and they say uh, th this might be recorded for, for training purposes. Well, if you stay on the phone, you just consented to it. But can't you record it without being the caller or the receiving? 
Isn't there a way to record it outside of those two people? Well, yeah, that would be the uh, the prison. Like surveillance. So the notice that is given is from the prison saying, hey, folks, we're a third party. We ain't R. Kelly and we ain't you, but we're listening and we're recording this. And if you stay on the phone, you consent to it. Uh, you know, and, and that's the notice that's given at the beginning of the phone call. This is going to be recorded. By the way, just a side note, uh, this was uh, in August. I know we never brought this up. R. Kelly and Universal Music uh, was ordered to pay $500,000 in royalty to the victims of crime uh, for the uh, victims of... Oh, the victims of crime unit? Unit, yeah. Oh. Well, the, the so victims of crime, there's a... There's a, there's a um, there's like a fund that people can that have been victims of crime can receive some money, and I believe that that's what it is. But the music royalties, uh, the Brooklyn federal prosecutors help get victims restitution and criminal fines of five hundred thousand dollars. They got to come out of his uh, his uh, royalties, and uh, they, he's uh, Universal Music has also been ordered to pay that. So, yeah, the wheels are coming off, guys. The wheels are coming off. Speaking of which, let's talk about New Yorkers. Uh, uh, shoot, I don't want to talk about this. I'm, the second hour, I mean the third hour, there's a very interesting thing in states. When, when someone passes away due to the negligence of another, there are 48 states, let me repeat that, 48 states that say that you're able to receive as a family member pain and suffering. I mean, your emotional loss of the person. Um, look, you know, you're... It's it's just a an absolute tragedy what what occurs when someone passes away, and you're able to receive you know how it's affected you if you're a, if you're the wife or the or the children you know and 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 then it goes by succession if there's not a wife or children then it goes to the I mean wife children, then it goes to the, the grandparent the parents <coughs> yeah. and the, but anyway long story short there's two states Alabama and New York don't allow that all you're allowed to receive is receive the deceased person's potential future income. So, okay, so say a mom that's a stay-at-home mom that doesn't have income coming in but takes care of the kids is killed and there's a wrongful death suit. That's not fair, right? But it's so rare, it's so weird that New York is liberal kind of as it is. We're going to talk about that changing pretty soon with this thing called Grieving Families Act when we come back on the third hour. Hold on. We'll see you hour number three for a case or no case.